Yep, that's yep, the one. That's the one. Yep. The best. Frodo is banging back. Tell mama, 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 I can give you stars. Look, look, <laughs> Cliff. Oh, yes, Kendall. I, I don't know. I was waiting for a longer song. Usually, the song lasts longer than oh. I don't know what you're. You're like I'll give you stars, and then I don't. I had no idea I was what was going on. Roger Rabbit, Cliff. That was. I thought we were off the air for that. I was just doing a bit. Oh, and then suddenly we were on the air, and the listeners were bit with the old Cliff and Kendall bug. They can't get enough. It's their magic time. <laughs> it's my magic time. You know Kendall. it. And it's the first ever, can you believe, 15 years in, we're doing the first ever, first annual Cliff and Kendall Awards. And it all rides, listeners, on whether Kendall blows it or not with his awards, because mine are gold. They're truly gold. You thought the fucking Golden Globes was gold. Nope. 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 These Cliff and Kendall Awards are golden. Kendall, can, what an honor already for all these nominees. Cliff, did you not see the advertising we made? It says, the Cliff and Kendall Awards, Kendall will blow it. Kendall will blow it. So the first annual and only Cliff and Kendall Awards. <laughs> I like Don't to be consistent. This one. They won't come back again. No, well, Kendall, it's... Heard that before. Anybody's guess as to how wonderfully this awards show will go. Now, of course, I'm a little distracted because we're here. We're sort of in the back. We've got our booth set up in the back of the auditorium at the Potter Butter Butter Churn Center for the Arts here in Busheltown. I know, you're used to being on stage. I know, and here we are in the back. It's like I'm expecting these people with, you know, in the lighting crew, all dressed in black with their little head. I know, isn't it going to be weird when they're all turned around looking at us instead of watching the presentation? Well, I don't, we won't, it's we're, it's pretty dark back here. The lights are going to be on the stage. And the, well, we'll work that's on that. not going to start for a while anyway. It's still a while, uh, about an hour or so until Mr. Snodbottom takes the stage and welcomes his own students to the big Snodbottom Producers Academy of Busheltown. Oh, what an esteemed honor. Doesn't that sound fancy? does to me. And so, but uh, we're... Exp- I done. People keep taking me for sarcastic lately. I don't know why. The way I say things, I think. I don't think of you as, as it's... I didn't think it was sarcasm. I just thought, oh, there's another dumb thing Kendall said. Okay. I just got to <laughs> go with it. Touche. 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 
Touche, you stay. Kendall, this is already shaping up to be one of the best awards shows of the year. And as we await the future producers to come and enter the audience, I don't know when they're going to start showing up. None have arrived yet, but it's still an hour before. And I don't like to get places too early. Are you an early getter? Oh, yeah, I'm an early getter. I love to get there early. You're, you're in Susan's category. She wants to, like, when she goes to the airport, she wants there to be, like, no lag time from when she walks in the airport. She walks straight to the, the gate and then walks directly on the plane. Oh, ideally. For sure. That's what oh, I'm God, wanting. no. I need two hours to walk around that airport and nervously pee and look at things until it's time to go. No, no, no. What a horrible life. Anyway, Kendall, that's not what this show is about. It is about awards and awarding people and things with awards. So, <laughs> as I one, award you, Cliff. As one of the presenters tonight on the first annual, possibly only, Cliff and Kendall Awards... I want you, Kendall, as the other presenter tonight, I want you to flip a space coin to see who gets to kick off the awards tonight. Oh, let me see. Hold on. I have my space coin somewhere around here. I, uh, somebody uh, was in here doing something. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Charles, the contractor, oh, was in you? here charging his vape pen a little bit. Oh, uh, well, that, that explains a lot of this. Oh, God. Where did it go? Well, let's see what else I can flip. This will work. Okay, Cliff. Heads or tails? Oh, no, here we go. This is better. Heads or tails? Tails. Tails as old as time. Tails it is, Cliff. True as it can be. What an honor to start the show. Come on, here, Come we, on, go. here we go. The Cliff and Kindle Awards. All right, the first award of the evening... Here we go. All right, I do have an envelope here. I'm going to rip it open after I recount the nominees. The first award, I want to, you know, the first, with award shows, you kind of have to do a big one right off the top. Then you can throw in a bunch of filler ones nobody cares about oh. until you get to the other big ones at the end. So I'm going to go ahead and start with a really big one. All right. Kendall, we are the first podcast and first people to be giving this award okay we're going to give out okay. the award for best picture of 2022 Ooh, right. right out of the gate we're going to go ahead and give out best picture that way we can just relax and have a fun year because the best picture's already been awarded we don't i didn't need, know we made a movie yet we don't need any of this other baloney baloneyous where did I, oh here's the the envelope it's a fuzzy one this mm. came in and I'm going to... the envelope. The nominees for Best Picture are... Thor 4. Mission Impossible 7. Scream 5. Hocus Pocus 2. Legally Blonde 3. And Halloween 13. Alright. What... Who will win? Oh, such... Tension in the air. Oh, there was the envelope. Let's open it up and see. And the award for best picture of 2022 goes to La La Land. Oh, Hocus Pocus 2. Oh, it was so close. Oh, my heart was beating a thousand miles a minute. 
Kendall, but we're going to go but ahead. If I knew we could give out future awards, I have tons of them. Well, Kendall, you didn't know that there were no limits on the Cliff and Kendall Awards. And it's an honor for us to you just me, go ahead. Give this one to you, Bette Midler and Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy and Jimmy and all the rest, whoever is lucky enough to be involved in any way. And future film, Best Picture, 2022, Hocus oh, Pocus. I'll accept it in their honor. Well, Kendra, you can accept whatever you want in anybody's honor you want. We know that most of these people <laughs> are not here in the booth with us. I did realize that. You never know. So, I'd be surprised. Um, no, I don't think I'm going to be that surprised. All right. In, anyway, Kendall, I'm uh, swept away with awards fever, and I'm so excited that I just can't wait for you to give out some kind of award next. All right. Well, you want me to start? You want me to start big too? All of our life is really that's our segment WWID. What would I do? What would you do? All right, Cliff. Well, we've got the. Something that is, it's big, but it's just happened and it's very near and dear to us all. And that is, of course, the best Golden Girl. I'm giving out an award for the best Golden Girl. Who could it be, Cliff? I don't know. Who are the nominees? <laughs> oh, Cliff, you know. Rose Nyland. Sophia Petrillo. Dorothy Zbornak. And Blanche... Devereaux. Cliff, she gets the honorary one because she just left this this world to go on to Cliff and Kendall Cloud to Cloud. That's, of course, Rose Nyland, Mrs. Betty White. Oh, is, wasn't she wonderful, Cliff? Doesn't she make your heart oh. sing? It's simply the best. Don't you agree? Wasn't she just the... Wasn't she the sauce that just... Held the cheesecake together. I, now, speaking of cheesecake, Kendall, not to overlap your thing here. When you have, <laughs> do, you, or do you eat cheesecake? I love cheesecake, yes. Do you put sauce on it? What sauce do you Yeah, put I put stra- I like put a strawberry any. sauce topping, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I like it naked. I want just regular old... Oh, now, Look at you, Naked Mr. Cheesecake. Vanilla Ice Cream over there. I always get made fun of for liking vanilla ice cream. I like vanilla ice cream just fine. I think there's a bunch of flavors out there as well. But I don't like st- people like... here. Now, I watched a lot of the Great British Bacon Show lately, and it, it seems it's a very British thing to be like, well, here's a dessert. Now let me put some jam on top of it. And that's... What uh, I, I don't need jam. Um, it's on anything but toast. So I'll just take my cheesecake. Yeah, I don't like jam on things. It's the same thing as strawberry sauce. That is jam. That's jelly. Kendall, yeah, it's but the it's... same thing. No, you've it's been like duped. More... I don't know. You've been oh, duped. Well, maybe I have. Maybe I have. But it's good. Is my necktie on straight here on my tuxedo sugar lump. I want to make sure I'm presenting my best look forward for all oh, well, the future here, producers. You have, to, you have to stand up and stop talking. Let me let me see. Oh, yes, it's just a little bit to the left. Hold on, let me adjust that, dear. Oh, <laughs> there we go. You look, you look wonderful. Oh, thank you, dear. Oh, look, I'm, we're so excited. I know. When are they all supposed to start getting here, these 
future producers of Busheltown. Oh, well, dear, they they could be getting here any moment. I'm sure they'll start move, they're moving in any Oh, <laughs> undoubtedly, dear. Crockpot, you know, she's in the lobby at the folding table, ready to start registration when the doors open and they all come flooding in. We're expecting a full house tonight, boys. Oh, <laughs> is this exciting, dear? That is exciting. Oh, I'm, I'm so excited. Uh, is there popcorn in the lobby? Because I can really oh, No, that's not very prudent. Not uh, not appropriate for a producer's academy orientation, boys. Oh, no. <laughs> this, Dear, that wouldn't be proper etiquette. <laughs> this isn't the circus. <laughs> of course oh, not. well... It, it's the circus in here. Sometimes it feels like. Oh, circus. It's uh, elephant. There are elephants in here. Circus is so fat. Anyway, anyway, guys, uh, if there's no popcorn, you know, I think. Why? <laughs> <laughs> it makes why me bother? wonder. Why bother? <laughs> why are we even going on? Oh, you silly boys. <laughs> Just joshing with you. You know, I've got to set a good example for all the producers who are coming from all over to learn from my years and years and years of multitudes of experience, boys. I have a lot, a lot to say. Oh, aren't you just so excited to oh, hear what you yes. have to say They've on got the stage. a lot to learn. I hope they're ready to take copious notes. Oh, I, I do hope. Did it, does it say bring a notepad? Hopefully it does. Oh, did, did we put that on the flyer? Oh, it was in bold print on the flyer. <laughs> yes. Oh, goodness, dear. I'm glad you did. Of course you did. All right, dear, we should we should go ahead and start getting everything set up in time before the people oh, start coming in. Yeah. All right, dear. You know, I... Oh, 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 is that someone down there? Hello? Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, hello. Oh, dear. Oh, you're here. He's to deliver oh, the flowers. Here, oh, put those up on the stage. Next to the lectern. Oh my! Oh, those are beautiful flowers. That is a big bouquet. That must have cost a pretty penny. That must have cost a pretty penny, Kendall. No, could have spent it on popcorn. I'm just saying. I made this just awful macaroni and cheese yesterday. It was so bad. <laughs> and I don't know. But you ate every bit well, of it. Well, I ate all but like two bites of it. But I, <laughs> it was under extreme duress as I ate it. Because it was, I don't know if it was old, but it was one of these. Tell me if you make it like this. It was, it had like the, the goo in the pouch that you squeeze out. Do you make it like that? Yeah, yeah, I've made that before. Yeah, and that's not my favorite. I prefer the powder. Yeah. And the butter and the, yeah, and the milk. Yeah, you gotta, that's, that's how you really make mac and cheese. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was, it was just, it was bad. It was an F minus. And I, I originally, like, I didn't eat it all at once. I had to, I ate part of it, and then I was like, oh, this is awful. And then later, I, it was a little bit better once it got cold, <laughs> but not much. <laughs> and hence why I had a bottle well, I mean, I can make it work. I can handle it. Uh, but I wouldn't, I think somebody gave it to me, or maybe I found it on the, the ground outside. I don't know. But it was, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad, Kendall. All right, which brings so us to our next award, because it's not bad. It's very good. Something good. It's good. All right, our, the next award here on the first annual and definitely only Cliff and Kendall Awards. 
Who? Oh, this award goes to the person who has shown resilience in the face of failure and who has kept a great attitude even though they just made a huge ass of themselves. All right. <laughs> this is called the award for the best sport in Busheltown. The nominees are Betty Gutierrez, who had her dress tucked into her pantyhose during her performance of He's Alive on Easter Sunday morning at South Busheltown oh. Baptist. The DeForest twins, who they lost the big high school championship when they blorched during the girls' high school basketball championship. At, oh, and they just threw up all over Ooh. the court. Kendall, and they, the game went to Gasville High School. Uh, the next nominee is Scruffy the Dog, who lost their squeaky bone down the sewer grate. And the Samuels family, who were so brave when the world just said no to their pickles and cream store at our own strip mall. Yeah. And what are you going to do? Kendall for losing his now infamous store, the KKK closet store, to crime oh. and murder and uh, low sales. We don't need to go into uh, all the details. Uh, all right, and the winner. Oh, who's going to be the winner? Please, 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 please. The award for best sport in Busheltown goes to Betty Gutierrez for her brave attitude and, you know, even after she unwittingly mooned the whole congregation, she just kept singing, he's alive because that was the real reason for the season. Etc. So, Betty, hats off to you. Now, Kendall, maybe you'll be in the running for that award next year if you keep a brave face after losing this award. Oh, Cliff, you know, I, I have to take it from another famous Betty. I just read her book, or listened to her audio book, rather. But she, because I wanted to hear her narrate it. But she said, you know, it really, truly is a pleasure just to be nominated. You don't have to win. So, I, you know, I, and, and I applaud Betty but I'm a good sport. See, that shows you that next year I really should win. Well, we'll see, Kendall. We shall see. Old Sue Ann Nivens, she lost a few of the Teddy Awards. and I don't know how brave she was. Well, you can't win them all. Somebody must have won them all at some point. But anyway, Kendall, that's not the point. <laughs> I want you, with that bulging sack of awards over there, why don't you give out all one right. more? I can't wait. I can't wait. All right, Cliff. <clears throat> this next one. This is an award for the best new idea here in Busheltown. The first best idea nominee is Lowell Tinkle. He wants to turn the water tower into an indoor swimming pool. Because he said he's just been driving by that all the time. And it just sits there unused, so he wants to patch it up, fill it with water, and then you can go up there and take a dip whenever you want to. So that's that's the first nominee for Good Idea here in Busheltown. Well, this one, I, I don't agree with this, but this has the biggest response in Busheltown. Everybody's real behind it, so we'll see what you think. 
Charles the contractor, his idea is to start a new restaurant here in Busheltown because everybody else has done all their things and stores. Um, he wants to call it the Upper Decker. And you sit on toilets backwards, and they bring the food, and they place it on the top of the, the toilet lid. He just thinks this is the most brilliant, hilarious idea. And he said, you can just place toilets across from each other so people can talk and eat. And he said, it's just so much more comfortable than the way you sit at a normal restaurant anyway. And people are so behind it, Cliff. Or, or, what do you think? I think it, it might work because it has that X factor, that extra yeah. thing that's going to get people well, talking. Maybe maybe he'll be the winner. Let's see. The next great idea is for uh, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn. She has an idea for a uh, escape game based on doilies, uh, Cliff. It's called the Doily Dilemma. And she thinks it's going to be a big, huge thing. So the way it works uh, is, you know, the average person doesn't know much about doilies. No. So they would learn a lot in the process trying to figure out how the secret messages are coded in the doilies themselves. And she's just really behind this idea. So she's the next nominee. What do you think, Cliff? Who do you think is going to get it? Simply the best. Oh, are those the only nominees? Those are the nominees. Yeah, there's not a lot of great ideas around here. I hate to you know prognosticate here in the middle of the award show so i would hate to to say my what i thought right before so i'm just gonna step back and say may the best nominee win all right let's see let's see the best idea goes to oh my god Charles the Contractor for the Upper Decker Restaurant. What what an idiot. Uh, Well, look, and there he comes. He happens to be coming over. Oh, oh, hey, guys, did I I leave my vape charger in here in this booth? (laughs) Have you been swimming in in a trash can? Kendall, you look like you've been swimming in a diarrhea-filled hot tub. So well, don't go casting stones in a glass booth. Don't throw stones <laughs> if you <laughs> live in a glass booth. Don't go chasing a lot of Now, Charles, Kendall wants to give you something. You just won one of the big major Cliff and Kendall awards of the night. Uh, yeah, you won an award. Here you go. It's, uh, Charles, it's for your idea for the Upper Decker restaurant. Oh, I'm going to be a millionaire, man. Everybody wants to eat on top of a toilet, and then, man, you know, you're eating, and you're eating, and then if you got to go take a a big dump, you just open up the lid, and you go. You don't have to stop. You can keep the waiter and keep bringing it, bringing it, and you don't have to stop. You get all the bread you want, man. Okay, that's, Charles, that's enough. That's enough. Look, I just just want to warn you, like, it, you know, owning a business here in Busheltown is tough. It requires a lot, you know, there's ups and downs, and sometimes murders and losses, so just, you know, go into it with the right idea. Oh, I got it. I got the idea, man. I got the idea. Oh, I need some capital, all right? I'm going to see if you two might want to help me invest in the toilet seats and all that. All right, but I got to go. I got to go uh, outside and vape before all these uh, bastards start showing up for whatever the hell this is, all right? That, thanks, All right, man. yeah. Thanks. Bye, Charles. Thank you. Oh, my God. Oh. Are yeah. you going to go eat there, Cliff? Uh, you, well, it de- you know, like every restaurant, Kendall, it depends on the food. It all comes down to taste, as they I've said on the Great British Bacon Show. As I watched along, I say it too. Well, so, yeah. All right, all right, Kendall. All right, in 
Indeed. I want to give a teaser. time for one of the musical numbers here at the award. Well, unfortunately, Liza Minnelli, (laughs) she had a tickle in her throat, so she's unable to make it tonight. Uh, No. If if Liza was going to come, do you think, oh my God, I'd I'd be dead. It would be my funeral episode if if she'd even said (laughs) yes to thinking about it. But no, Kendall, there are no musical numbers. But we do have in their place... Special Cliff and Kendall segments. They're special because it's during the awards show. And oh, no, that makes the, it extra special. The, the, yeah, it's very special. It's not a regular segment dur- done during a regular show. It's not every day you have a segment during an award show. No, and I want to also tease for the listeners who are thinking, I've just about had it, and they're about to turn this off. <laughs> I want to tease that in the second half of the show, we're going to have a big fight about the new Ghostbusters movie. We're going to have it out, and just like they do on all the great award shows. So, t- tease, uh, tease, I love that tease. you think there's anybody still listening to tell them that. <laughs> I, sometimes people have the show on as they're going to sleep, and then they wake back up. It, you know, because they had <laughs> one of those dreams where they were falling, and then they wake back oh, up. And so, oh, if you've just woken back up, stay awake! Because coming up, that's why we yell and got the bell so much, just in case you're getting <laughs> sleepy. Some people like a podcast where they talk like this, and yeah, it's all very right muted. Man, if I want or, to go to sleep, I'll look, listen to Ocean do, Sounds. Do you want a little? Do you want a little? A-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-
your skull. Nutsack. Ooh. Ooh, how do you break a nutsack? That sounds painful. And just chop it right in two. Ugh. Finally, Sarah Lee treats her husband just like one of her cakes. Yesterday, she tried to blank him. Uh, one, two, three. Eat him. Heat him up in the microwave. Oh, well, she's getting him heated up to eat him. So there you go. There you go, Kendall. Oh, there oh, you <laughs> go. Oh. oh, Kendall, merrily, we roll along. Wasn't that fun? All right. It was serious. It was sure one way to spend. I had fun. I had fun. I've decided now, Cliff, you know, no matter which way the ball rolls, you got to think, you just got to have fun while you're doing it, you know? That's what life's about. At least the ball's rolling. Exactly. All right, Kendall. Kendall, the next award is for the year's must-have soundtrack. Do you still buy soundtracks, Kendall? Remember when we used to go to the store and say, give me that new soundtrack? Yeah, no, I, well, I used to go to the store and buy soundtracks. I don't think you can buy them in stores anymore. They've they've all cut out uh, their CD selections everywhere. Uh, I know. It, the other day I got Media Play's theme song stuck in my head for a good three hours. I just on a loop. Media Play for fun. <laughs> don't know why, but I, it made me miss it in nostalgia. Don't know why. Made me miss it. Well, let's take a step back to the old days when we used to think about the soundtracks. Because this award's for must-have soundtrack of the year. of our lives. All right, Kendall, the nominees are NFL Thursday Night Football, The Boss Baby 2 Family Business, The Tom and Jerry Movie, The eyes of Tammy Faye or all the streets are silent the convergence of hip-hop and skateboarding all right and the oh here it is I'm opening it the award oh oh Kendall it happens to be this one that I've been playing non stop you might have guessed it it's the eyes of Tammy Faye Oh, everybody! We are blessed. Yes, we got power. We got strength. We are blessed. We're blessed. We're blessed. We're blessed. We are blessed. We don't deserve it, but yet we are blessed. We don't deserve it, but yet we are blessed. I've been giving. Oh, everybody, the pleasure. Just the other day, I was at the library, and I said, oh, you know, I just keep singing this one Tammy Faye song whenever I see just a big cart full of overdue library books that have got to be reshelved. And I keep thinking, we're blessed, we're blessed, we're blessed, we are blessed. We're blessed, we're blessed, we're blessed, we are blessed. We got shelter, clothing, and strength, we are blessed. Kendall, you've got to have it. It's the must-have soundtrack of the year. The actual actually won the Cliff and Kendall Award for 
the must-have soundtrack of the year. So the eyes of Tammy Faye it has so many big hits, so many excellent songs, and they're all sung by just Jessica Chastain, who, if she doesn't win the Oscar for being Tammy Faye, then I, I, I oh, I hope, I, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a movie so good that it's going to sweep the Oscars. And I'm going to, every time they call me up to accept another one, I'm going to write another wrong. <laughs> and I, one of the ones would have to eventually be Best Actress, Jessica Chastain. That's, for a, that's Isaac a good Tammy plan. Faye. That's probably the best route to take to, to write that wrong. Yeah. And yeah, which it's a future wrong may not even happen. Maybe this is the once in the blue moon they'll get it. Right. Anyway, Kendo, you gotta get the soundtrack. Jesus keeps on taking me high and Oh, it's so good. Kendall's so good, so good. It's sent straight from heaven. From heaven above. Love it. Oh, it's, it's my Love turn. It. It's my turn. Your turn. So if, uh, the next award, this next award, I do. I feel like Billy Crystal a little bit here at the awards. It's. Uh, I, do, I do feel like I deserved a number. I don't know why we, there wasn't, you said there wasn't time. For me to do a number. There was. I just, I just didn't want to see it. Yeah. This is the, uh, well, I don't know. This is this mimics kind of what you did a little bit, but this is the best idea for a remake. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And, okay. and okay. yeah. All right. So here are the nominees, Cliff. The Sex in the City reboot. Hocus Pocus 3. Ghostbusters Afterlife. And, Cliff, I'm throwing this one in because even though it isn't made yet, it's going to be the best. Oh, it's not going to be, I don't think it's going to win, but it's going to be the best. Little Shop of Horrors. You know, they're working on the remake of that. Do you really think that would be good? It better be. Uh, anyway, Cliff, here is the envelope. Hold on, grab that. All right, here we go. And the winner is... Oh, Cliff. Uh, second award for Hocus Pocus 3. Ooh. Oh, Cliff. They're just... They're getting so many awards tonight. Already. They really should have come. They really should have come. They really should have come if they'd known that they were going to win awards for Hocus Pocus 2 and Hocus Pocus 3, which hasn't been greenlit yet. They're going to... Flip out oh, I mean, <laughs> it said two on the card. You know, I don't have my glasses on. Oh uh, well, whatever. Same crew, same winners. Well, let's do. Let's keep them going. Hocus Pocus seven, eight, nine. Mm-hmm. We'll just give them all the awards tonight. All of them. All of them. All the awards. All the awards. All right. Oh, I've got to go take a. Yes. Oh, now are the people here? Are the producers? 
flooding in. Yeah, I haven't no, seen anybody. Nor have I. Oh, yeah, well, it seems, you know, they're, they're, they're still... Oh, is, wait, I think someone has come in the door. Oh, yes, we've got one young man. He just came in the door from... He's a young man, I don't know. He got the flyer, I believe, at the Blopsmush Food and More. He works as one of the baggage boys. Sugarump. Oh, isn't that lovely? Oh, yes, he dreams of producing one day. Very inspirational. Soul. Well, that is, and, and now I've, can we oh, listen? Well, uh, we've got to st- stop recording. I've got to go to the bathroom so bad. All right, so you you round that guy up or whatever, but we we we'll be right back after this. All right, Cliff's got to go. We'll be right back. Miracles, and I believe Cliff and Kindle will be right back after this. Proberse. Musíš si věřit, slyšíš? Tohle dáš, je to v tobě. Pojď na to, hej! Soustřed se, hej! Ukaž všem, co dokážeš! Hej! Airways. And we're back. It's Cliff and Kindle time. You're simply the best. Damn, damn, damn. Better than all the rest. Uh, where's uh, the where's baby? The baby? What's up, What's up, guys? Okay, okay, okay. I ain't Karamba. Sure, 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 sure. Lucy, Lucy, I'm I did not follow. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Cliff and Kindle Award. I thought the orchestra was going to play us in. Kindle, what mushrooms did you eat that you found growing on the ground outside? They were safe. We are in a booth. And we're in the Potter Butter Butter Churn Center for the Arts Auditorium. And Mr. Snodbottom and Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn, they're down in the front talking to that bag boy who just came in. They're trying to discuss something with him. I don't know, but that's not Why any of our business because our business is not about, not our business. Not our business. Our business, the Cliff and Kendall business. Awards. Uh oh! Uh oh! Whose turn is it, Kendall? Oh, 
Uh-oh. This award. <laughs> wow. Speaking of inspiration. This is the award for most inspirational businesswoman of the year. Oh. And the nominees are Jane Seymour for her Cross Your Heart necklace. Sarah Jessica Parker for her SJP shoe collection available at finer retailers. Whoopi Goldberg for her ugly Christmas sweater collection at Nordstrom. Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn for Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn's Potter Churn of Pottery and Butter. Or Reba McIntyre for her Dillard's collection of women's apparel and home decor and etc. Right. Wow, that is and one stiff collection of competition it's a there. Stiff collection. You know what I'm saying. Stiff collection of competition. Yep, that's All right. right. And the award goes to. This is Potter Butter Butter Churn for oh. the Butter Churn of Pottery and Butter. Oh. Hey, come on in here. You just won an award. Oh, yeah, we're doing Come on. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, congratulations to the fact knew you could do it. Whatever award have you won? Oh, I'm not sure, dear. He was just about to tell me, I believe. <laughs> you have won the award for most inspirational businesswoman of the year. Of Here you, you go, the Cliff and Kindle Award. Oh, dear. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> This is a very odd moment, dear. We're dealing with the situation outside, but it is very much appreciated. Oh, yes. It seems I'm sure through some sort of clerical error that the only person signed up for real tonight was this bag boy. And now he insists that we carry on with 18 weeks of producing courses, even though he's the only student. Oh, boys. Well, you will have a lot of time to tutor him one-on-one. Oh, my God. That sounds like a nightmare for you guys to handle. (laughs) All right. Well. That's why I don't plan big events like that. Now, Kendall has another award he's about to announce. Are they perhaps nominated for this award? Well, it's funny you should say that. Yes. Uh Uh Uh-oh. There's someone on this list. Um, Now, this is for... The best Busheltown producer. Speaking of the big producers thing going on here tonight, I thought, oh, I I think we know there's a producer in this in this booth, Um, Mr. Snodbottom. I'll just go ahead and get out of the way. It's one of the nominees is Mr. Snodbottom, Uh, but and your your co-winner with if you win the award is a CD-ROM that edits the show. It's you Ah. and and the CD-ROM together. What an honor! Next nominee is Barney McNuckle for keeping the Busheltown Hello Show going through Felicia Swan's big kidnapping again this year when she went on vacation again. Can't believe it happened twice. It, I don't know history. why they didn't call us to come and, and fill in while she was gone. I, they got, uh, I think, Dolores to come do it, but we Probably. were available. Well, we were. We were under a lifetime ban, but... Well, they could have lifted it for that. Anyway, wow. Mr. Um, let's see. Herbie McClintock, producer of Got It!, Oh, what, what? Oh, that's that's the bag boy out there. He's he produced that uh, short film called Got It. Ah, I guess. All right. 
So let's see. That's that's the three nominees. Let's see. Let's let me right, open let's the see. envelope. It might be Herbie Hancock who's gonna win. <gasps> oh, got a big upset here, Mr. Snodbottom, and the CD-ROM for the Cliff and Kendall for the Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast show. Oh, 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 why, why are you so upset, <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, congratulations, we're both winners. <laughs> Well, I appreciate whatever this is, and I promise to continue doing whatever it is that I've done that awarded me this prestigious award. Oh, well, you're welcome. It's heartfelt. Heartfelt and boothfelt. Now, speaking of all of us and the award winners here in the booth, I, and the nominees who didn't win tonight... Uh, since so you guys are in here, why don't you just stick in here and don't we need to do a segment? Do we have, do you want to hear something yeah. weird? You want to hear something weird? Oh, oh dear, I'm afraid we have enough weird things going on tonight as it is. Oh, not a good uh, time, Bauer. It's like Jello. there's always room for more. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, we've got some weird things to hear and it's, it's going to make us all feel a lot less weird just to hear these weird things. So I've got one. Kendall, this is so weird, guys. A ball of human hair started by an Ohio salon owner before being turned over to Ripley's, believe it or not, broke a Guinness world record when it grew to be over 225 pounds of hair. Steve Warden, owner of the Blockers Salon in Cambridge, said his son inspired him to start Hoss the Hairball can you believe it? If you went through a, a salon and they're like, well, that's our 200-pound hairball over there. It seems like, like you might turn around. No, thanks. Yeah. Anyway, from there, it, it, they thought maybe it would go to a museum, it, but and they thought it might, it might end there at the hairball museum, but wasn't over. They took the ball to Comic-Con and added some hair, oh, from greasy Comic-Con nerds, <laughs> and Hoss officially weighed in in December at 225 pounds, so I've got to get down to the weight of this hairball. Uh, it broke a record by the previous hairball, and it said it's just changed my life. I did it for love, and I dedicate it to my grandchildren. So, big hairball. That's weird. Oh, I, I think it needs to be destroyed. That's where the next, like, super virus could come from. That does not need to be sitting there. like. <laughs> I hope you boys aren't planning on giving any kind of award to that hairball. <laughs> oh, no, these aren't awards. These are these are weird. These are just these weird are things. Weird <laughs> Sometimes we just talk about weird things. <laughs> well, all right. We don't quite understand, dear, but we're always happy to listen. I'm a little preoccupied with that boy out in the audience, but you you just carry oh dear, on. We did just win an award. <laughs> oh, Cliff, is it my turn? You know, I'm barely paying Your attention. Turn. Cliff, in a new viral tweet on Sunday. Uh-oh, something viral, viral Something viral, alert. it's viral. Viral alert. This woman, Kristen Livedahl of Oakdale, Minnesota, said that when her 10-year-old daughter asked the Alexa voice assistant on the Amazon Echo for a challenge, it suggested the child do something that's pretty lethal. Uh It said to 
plug in a phone charger about halfway into the wall outlet and then touch a penny to the exposed prongs. Anyway, the uh, somebody from Alexa said that, oh, it was just accidentally reading some article it found online and they fixed the problem. No big deal. It's like, luckily nobody tried it or got hurt. Like, isn't that ridiculous? It was reading an article it found online. Yeah, what the fuck because is it was this? like... It's a robot. It ought not be reading anything. I don't... It just... It looked up because it said they were trying, like, challenges from school or something. They, they had been doing challenges and they wanted to do more challenges. And they were like, give me a challenge. And it just, like, looked up like online challenges and that was some like it's kind of, kind of like the ice bucket challenge this was another stupid challenge i'm not stupid that not that one but this was yeah. some stupid thing that was on there and, and it was just like why would it read that off that's crazy well i'm glad alexa hadn't been watching jackass movies or they'd be oh, getting paper goodness. cuts on their taints that's why I don't oh, like oh, computers in the house that talk I to us, dear. The, like children, the children, the children. No, no computers in the house. Dear. All right, well, I've got another one here. And this one is, uh, Kendall's going to love this one because it's about a Chinese woman who celebrated her dog's 10th birthday by hiring a team of 520 drones to put on a canine birthday-themed light show in the Aww. sky. Isn't that sweet? Isn't that a waste of everything? Footage from the dog's <laughs> birthday party. Not just uh, for the dogs. In the Hunan province shows a crowd of well-wishers singing happy birthday to the canine while hundreds of drones prepare for takeoff nearby. Oh, and then they arrange themselves into shapes, including the dog's likeness and a birthday cake. The drones then also spelled out the phrase, Happy birthday to Dudu in Chinese, <laughs> which D-O-U-D-O-U is the name of the dog. Local authorities said they were unaware of the event, which would require special permits to lawfully execute. So probably this woman's going to go to prison for a long time. Oh, no. And it cost her about $16,000 for, for this prison sentence that she's probably about to endure. All for a dog. I say we've gone to the dogs, Kendall. Well, at least it gave the drone operators a little bit of practice, you know. <laughs> at least you're looking on the bright side there, Candlebower. More Trying practice for the drone operators. <laughs> it's my it's my new philosophy. I'm just going to stay positive all the time. <laughs> Reminds me of that song, I'm a drone operator. Doo -doo. Drone Doo -doo. operator. <laughs> dear, I don't know about that, dear. We really must be getting back to, to the, must to, to be the getting performance going for whatever about. we're doing now. Dear. Whatever we're doing. We've got to go. Oh, oh, come along, dear. Oh, excuse me, boy. Let's talk this over. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, Cliff, uh, I, I had one yeah. more. It was just about a huge pop brownie, but I'll save it. Good. Save that. Oh, I had one more, but it was just about a crab cutting through a golf club on Christmas Island in Australia. So I'll save just it. save that. Save it. <laughs> save it. All right, Kendall. Oh, but you know what can't be saved other than Earth and humanity and the climate. The awards. We can't save any more time. We've got more awards to give more out. Awards to give out. Here on the show. All right. What did you give out? You gave out one to Mr. Snidebottom. All right. Yeah. And then we've given... Oh, oh, another one here. Oh, this is a big one. It's a big one. Getting late in the show. Late and ready for the big, big awards of the night. 
Oh, I love it when it gets to this part of the show. It's one of the best parts of the shows. Kendall, the night is not complete without this award, and this award is for the TV event of the millennium. Ooh. All right. The Cliff and Kendall Award for the TV event of the millennium, and the nominees are... Stranger Things, The Connors, Lost, and just like that, a new chapter of Sex and the City, and Mm -hmm. the all-new Muppet Babies. All right, let's see. Oh, open it up here. Oh, the award for the TV event of the millennium goes to oh like that and just like that it's oh, winning awards like already for being the best thing to happen to television since whoever it was put that tube in the back of the old original first television and then they turned it on <laughs> and they're like oh, there's nothing good on 100 channels nothing good on but this is oh Kendall I can't express to you what this award winning show and just like that means to me because I wake up early on Thursday. You tried to express it to me oh, every day, no. upon hours upon hours. I, because I, 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 well, I know that I've monopolized our last few co-host co-therapy sessions, just trying to work through my feelings about Miranda and Carrie and all of us. But it is just the best. I wake up early and I, I'm honestly transported to a better time when I. Oh, when I first see Carrie doing whatever she's doing, just strutting around or doing her new podcast. She thinks she's us, Kendall. She's doing podcasts now. And then her <laughs> Miranda. and Everybody has a podcast. This show, I, every time it goes off, at the end of every episode, it's like I am fall out of a building and smack onto the pavement and am smashed back into the real world. And I hate it. I hate when it goes off. That's my only complaint. <laughs> you know, people are like, I've got some complaints, but I, I have zilch complaints about this show, except that it's not a 24-hour Truman show kind of a thing where I can just tune in at any time and see what Carrie Bradshaw is up to. I want to know it all. I love it, Kendall. I no longer fear being in my mid-50s because Carrie has gone there before me and it's remained fabulous. So, and just like that, life was worth living again. Thank you. And that's why. And just like that, a new chapter of Sex and City gets the Cliff and Kendall Award for television event of the millennium, the whole millennium, I'm calling it. Oh, okay. Now this one, Cliff, I could I could call this one from the millennium too, personally. But let's see. This is the oh, the best podcast of 2021 and 2022. Oh, and there's there's not even any nominees, Cliff. There's only one. It's right here on the envelope. It's Cliff and Kendall, coast to coast. I decided to give us our own award just in case we didn't win from any other, you know, award category. Well, I would be happy for that, but I'm too mad at your snub of a nomination for Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, the Paula Poundstone 
podcast. So, as a loyal nobody and Pella Poundstone <laughs> fan, I'm very angry as Cliff of Cliff and Kenny Coast to Coast. Of course, I accept the award and all that it stands for, and and so grateful for this opportunity and uh, way that the community has chosen to single us out for our excellence. But as a Paula Poundstone fan, I'm PO'd and I'm not going to take it anymore. But you always have to turn your acceptance speech into a big, huge speech about something else. Just just take the award. Paula Poundstone! Paula (laughs) Poundstone! Alright, Kendall, that leaves some of our listeners, a lot of our listeners... I have been asking this whole episode, what the food is this all about? What the food, 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 food? What the food? What the food, 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 I got the food, 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 food here in my belly, my belly, my belly, my belly, my belly. We're blessed, we're blessed, we're blessed, we are blessed. All right. Ooh, that was a hot one. Speaking of hot ones, Kendall, which peppers are used in sriracha sauce? Uh, which peppers? Uh, sriracha chilies. Wrong-o! It's made it. using red jalapeno peppers, you jalapeno pupper. Red jalapenos. Are they hotter than green jalapenos? I don't know, but they're certainly redder. All right. I guess so. Cliff, what does the word Dorito mean in Spanish? It means... Well, burrito means little donkey, and Dorito means, like, piece of gold or something, right? That's pretty damn close. Little golden things. Little golden things, Kendall, yeah. That's what we should have been showered with by all the award shows uh, over the years, but we haven't been. (laughs) Kendall, as of 2007... What country led the world in potato production? Uh, America? America? We, yeah. <laughs> America leads the production of fat people sitting on their asses. No! You go to <laughs> potatoes, you gotta go to China. Oh, I don't, I don't know agriculture. <laughs> well, next time you're chowing down on those french fries, going down your gullet, Realize they've traveled probably from China. What food contains titanium dioxide, which is what's used in sunscreen to give it its bright white color? Ah, uh, titanium dioxide owes by General Mills, the cereal, breakfast cereal. No, Cliff, that would be ranch dressing. Ah, oh, no wonder it tastes so good. So if you get desperate, just put a little on your face. Just put a little on your face. That's a, that's also, I mean, in this day and age, a product needs to do more than one thing. Myth busted. All right, Kendall, <laughs> our listeners are no longer saying, what the food? Because now they know. Now they know what the food. <laughs> now, now you know. Oh, my God. Kendall, here we are. At the end of the first and only Cliff and Kendall Awards. Here we are. Two awards left tonight. Two biggies. Now it's time for the penultimate one. This one. Big awards left. Kendall, the next award is for the Cliff and Kendall Award for Song of the Year. All right. 
Kendall, the nominees for Song of the Year are oh, my own, out of my way. Then in parentheses, Green Acres by me. Then of course mm-hmm. there's uh, Lester Schwab, who sings Nobody Babies My Baby But Me. Sherry Ann Wong for Rock Through the Rain. Lil Pill and the Boxes for Your Ass, My Face. Oh, and then, oh, what an honor. A double nomination for Cliff. Then it's in parentheses, Bow Down, and then God's Perfect Voice. All right. I hope those, privately, I hope those two don't cancel each other out and it goes to Lester <laughs> Schwab. All right. Oh, yeah, they see. pull votes from each other. And uh, listen, that was what I was worried about when I re- revealed the nominations. All right, the award, the song of the year. Oh my! Oh. In parentheses, bow down, and then God's perfect voice. Oh, by me! Oh, what an honor! And I, of course, I share this award with DJ Drywall, who's somewhere uh, vaping out in the parking lot, presumably. So, thank you to everyone. This was one of the great singles from a very rewarding, in parentheses, era. And I, I can't thank you enough. I just wanted to make you dance. To come away with an award that shows how much I truly mean to you all. That, you know, you. last time I didn't feel it, but this time I feel it. You like me. And you really like me. Thank you. Thank you for the, this clip and Kendall award. Too bad we don't have an award. Too bad. I've been saying that all along. Play you off. Play you off. I'm such a play you off. But they have been they have been doing such a great job with their presentation to that one person. They're just they, going through with it. They're going through with it. This is a long PowerPoint for that one guy to have sat through. <laughs> so whatever. What are you gonna do? All right. What are you going to uh, All right, Cliff. It's time for my big award of the night. All right. This award is for best movie reboot that's already been made. Nominees are Matrix Resurrections, Parent Trap, but not, not the movie one, the one I did back in college. That was a pretty good reboot, too, I think. Um, you rebooted oh, the parent trap? Well, I did it for, like, a school project, but it's it's the best reboot. Overboard and Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, Cliff, let's see who's going to win. Let's see. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, oh I'm glad that you brought this back up because I was <laughs> forgetting that we were overdue for a big fight about it. But <laughs> wasn't it wonderful? No. First, let me, as majority shareholder in the Cliff and Kendall Awards, if you read the bylaws, let me debunk this award. It actually goes to you, Kendall, for your school project of the Parent Trap. Kendall oh, well, I do is an award winner, award, but I must argue with you. Over the Ghostbusters. Now, why, why did you uh, not like it? Well, it was awful. Is that a quick enough explanation? Uh, it was number one for a movie that I thought was supposed to be a comedy. I did. I laughed 
one time in the entire movie. It is painfully unfunny, my appraisal. Number one. Mm -hmm. It... I don't know if they shot it during COVID or not, but that's the only reason why it's like they're living in a world where there's like no other people. All you see in this town are the characters. You, like there's tw two times maybe you see like a place full of people. The rest of the time it's an empty streets. And if you go to Walmart, I think they shot it before COVID. <laughs> I think they shot it before COVID, too. That's yeah. why I'm like, I don't think they had a, a reason, even. I've seen things shot during COVID that didn't look like that. Um, uh, I, I don't want to give away any spoilers, so I wouldn't want to say anything that doesn't happen in the first few minutes. Uh, mm -hmm. But I would say they gave the Ghostbusters characters, original ones, the only thing this movie has going for it is if you just are desperate to see even just a few minutes of the old original four Ghostbusters again. That's the only thing it has going for it. And I, in my opinion is anytime you see them, it's very disappointing is the only thing. It, they, they give... The characters is just a sad story. If you have you wondered what they've been up to, it's been sad for the last thirty years. <laughs> they don't talk about Ghostbusters two at all, which is maybe fine. But they just it's it's almost like they want it to be like the new Halloween. Like we're just gonna make it straight from the first one. And I know that Harold Ramis is dead. I wish his last words had been, "Don't do a weird." wordless CGI version of me in a movie. Just dedicate whatever you want to me. It doesn't have to be about, about me. I'm, I wish he had said that. I'm sure that he was trying to, but he just went a few seconds too soon. I could keep going. It, it's, oh, it's, uh... That's probably plenty. I will just say yeah. that, yeah, I, I, there's plenty of things that you could say bad about it. And you have. But the thing that I love about it, and you know I'm just a sentimental sap at heart, I just love that I, it feels like kind of a love letter to the Ghostbusters. Uh. And I, 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 you know, I, I watched the behind the scenes thing about like um, Ivan Reitman being there, and they, you know, I just, I don't know. I thought it was, I liked that they gave a nod to Harold Ramis, even though it's weird. I felt like I needed that for me personally. So I, I loved, I would of course wanted to see a movie that was funny with all the original Ghostbusters doing exactly what they did before. But I love that there was all these hints and Easter eggs to it. And I don't know, it, even though it wasn't hugely successful, like the way it worked, I still loved that it was, that it happened, you know, so that's my, uh, it that's fine. I'm glad that For you got me. some enjoyment out of it. I am glad that you got enjoyment out of it. I will say the most enjoyment I got was, because I saw it in, at the movies, and uh, at one point somebody's in jail, and they say, oh, who are you going to call? And of course uh, you think, oh, Ghostbusters, because that's the whole thing. But in the movie theater, there were some little bitty kids that were there. And when they said that, they went, Ghostbusters! So that was really cute. That was mm -hmm. very cute. Other than that, I will say... 
I don't, I, I don't, I feel like they just banked on us loving the first movie so much that we just wanted to see little parts of it again. Because it's, it was, it gives, this gives nothing away to say it's absolutely nothing new. Nothing new in this movie. Mm-hmm. Except for new characters that are nobodies. The best best way to enjoy this movie is to plug your ears and only open your eyes when Finn Wolfhard is there and you might can just convince yourself you're watching Stranger Things. <laughs> that would be enjoyable. Um, other, other than that, I don't know who the woman was. I, I didn't think she was very good. I didn't think Paul Rudd was given anything fun to do. Um, no, but here, here's what I don't understand. The girl goes to summer school, right? Mm-hmm. It's already been set up that she's one of the great geniuses of all time. And uh-huh. then immediately when they move to a new town, she enrolls in summer school. Where, needless to say, it's it's a, a joke. It's, uh, why is this guy, you know, he's blowing it off, letting him watch Chucky and stuff, which I understand is a, uh, was meant humorously. I didn't laugh, but I understood where they were going for, for and where they're coming from. But then why is this guy, he's like secretly a, a ghost seismologist or some bullshit. Who is it? Why is he teaching summer school? And so anyway, Kendall, uh, 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 yeah, my, <laughs> my oh, headphones. Okay, they're about to go out. I've got to go, Kendall. This has been eight hours. You decide, listeners. We got one thumbs up from Siskel and one thumbs down from Ebert. So <laughs> each his own. All right, sweep been... next year's Cliff and Kendall Awards. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. It remains to be seen. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Cliff and Kindle Coast to Coast. Binge listen to more episodes at cliffandkindle.podbean.com. Who are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you Focus, focus, focus. Don't got nothing, don't got nothing for that.